You're listening to Barter with Christine with your host, profit improvement expert, Christine Radovich. Listen live each Monday at 2 as Christine talks with business owners on how to increase cash flow and grow profits. You're listening to Barter with Christine. I'm your host, Christine Radovich. Happy Monday, everyone. Well, it was a fabulous long weekend off from work. If you were lucky enough to have Thursday and Friday off to celebrate Thanksgiving and get some shopping done on Black Friday. And just to give you a piece of historical reference, did you know the earliest iteration of the Black Friday phrase is from the early 1950s? This was how Philadelphia police referred to the massive crowds the day after Thanksgiving that would appear for shopping and tourism, often in advance of the Army-Navy College football game, which was often hosted right here in Philadelphia. Accountants referred to the black to reflect profit in companies and red for loss. So being out of the red and in the black is a good thing for retailers. With the money that that day so consistently brought, retailers began referring to it as Black Friday due to its profitable nature. It was helping many companies end the year in the black, or at least closer to the black. Now, if you are a business owner and you utilize trade to leverage your margins, you have a much better chance of operating in the black all year long. So by simply transitioning a few of your business expenses into trade, you can free up enough cash to possibly make ends meet in other areas. This is a business strategy that unfortunately some business owners quite simply aren't aware of or haven't been taught. So I figured I would go back to the basics today in providing a better understanding on how incredibly important and and effective this business tool is. You see, there are really only three ways a business can grow. You can one, increase your revenue, two, decrease your expenses, or three, sell off excess inventory. Now, finding new members, or I say should say customers, to increase your revenue is really what it's all about. And that in and of itself can be challenging. We all want more customers, but how do we find them? Now, the second way, decreasing expenses, isn't always easy either. Sometimes we feel as though we are already streamlined in our operations. Our budget is our budget, right? Well, not necessarily. We'll touch on this more a little later. And lastly, if you slash your prices in order to move excess inventory, you are cutting into your profits and leaving money on the table, as we like to call it. Never leave money on the table if you can help it. Now, here's an example of how you can leverage your margins and make your money work better for you. And maybe expand upon those budgets I just previously mentioned. So, Joe the retailer had a slow month. Sales were down in October. With all the online retailers, his brick-and-mortar store is just not seeing the same level of foot traffic he once was. He's barely making ends meet and simply cannot afford to advertise. But he's sitting on a lot of inventory and has some slower-moving merchandise. Now, he could put some items on sale, but a 10% discount isn't really going to motivate customers. 20% seems about right to him, but if Joe the retailer doesn't get the word out about his sale, the customers won't know to come to his store. Back to square one, right? So Joe can take about $1,000 out of his bank account to pay for some advertising, or 
Joe can barter $1,000 worth of his products sold at full retail value in order to obtain that equal amount of advertising on trade. The replacement cost here on the products he sells on trade is probably less than half of what he sold it for. And yet he was able to obtain $1,000 worth of advertising at his wholesale cost. And the best part, he didn't have to withdraw $1,000 from his bank account. And he didn't have to slash his prices or devalue his brand. That is ever so important. Now, he can get the cash customers he needs from the advertising he purchased without his bank account taking a hit. So this week's question, or, or questions rather, are, if money wasn't an issue, where would you be putting your advertising dollars? What types of advertising would you be doing? Would you be advertising in new geographical areas to reach a broader customer base? In what ways are you advertising your business? Have you planned out your 2019 advertising budget yet? Is that budget as healthy as you would like it to be? If not, then you should consider trading. So if you are Joe the retailer or any other type of business, how do you find someone to buy your products on trade and more importantly, find an advertiser to trade with? Well, there's good news and there's bad news. And since I always like to give the bad news first, I will tell you that if you want to spend hours posting online individual ads and weeding through people to trade with in a one-on-one -on -one scenario, that will be very time consuming for you. And more often than not, advertisers will not do full trades with individuals, sorry to say. You will have to find a buyer or several and find the advertiser willing to take $1,000 worth of credit with you. Now, the good news, Atlantic Barter is the answer. Atlantic Barter is a very large network of all kinds of business owners that are available for you to trade with. You can buy from or sell to anyone in the network. No need to try and construct trade deals on your own. The Atlantic Barter brokers are experts at marketing your business and they also act as purchasing agents as well. So visit AtlanticBarter.com and find out how to set up your own barter account so that you can start leveraging your margins and save thousands of dollars on things you're probably purchasing for your business already. Now, my in-studio guest today knows all about budgets for marketing. He is the Director of Development and Marketing for the Delaware Humane Association, Delaware's premier nonprofit no-kill animal care and adoption center, serving a four-state area. They are committed to providing for the needs of homeless and owned dogs and cats in the community. And I am very happy to announce that they are the first recipient for the Gordon J. Dorenzo Memorial Award from Atlantic Barter for their community impact. Greg Munson, welcome to the show. Hi, Christine. How are you today? Thanks for having me. Oh, things are great here today. Even though it's a rainy day, you know, it's always beautiful driving into Philadelphia. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> but not today. Not, not today. But I will say that had this been uh, a little colder outside, we would have been seeing snow with all this precipitation. So blizzards are great. You know, you get to do a lot of fun in, in, in the snow, but uh, rain puts a little damper on it for sure. Right. Well, you know, you have to appreciate the rain in order 
order to enjoy the sunshine. So, you know, you got to take the bad with the good. <laughs> I think, though, we've had our fair share of rain in the past few days and definitely this year. So maybe a little bit more sun for the rest of the year. Yep. And so, Greg, uh, please tell the listeners about the DHA. It's one of my, I, I work with a lot of nonprofits, but I'm happy to say this is one of my absolute favorite because anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge animal lover. And I'm just so pleased that we, we have an opportunity to work together. So please do take the floor. Yeah, sure. So thanks so much. Um, so Delaware Humane Association, not to be confused with DHS or the Delaware Humane Society, which I believe is probably in Ohio, uh, but we are the Humane Association. We've actually been around for 61 years. Uh, so helping and serve the community, finding homes for homeless cats and dogs. Uh, and those are the animals that we deal with. So others will often ask, you know, do you have rabbits and horses? No, just lots of cats and dogs that need homes. Uh, but we serve the community. We also have a a pet food pantry. We do spay neuter services. We do a one health clinic where we do for the people and the pets all at the same time with healthcare. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go along, but we do so much more than just finding homes for the cats and dogs, but that is the biggest component of what we do. And we have a tagline is making friends for life. So that is what we try to do. Furry friends and people alike, we are making friends for life. Absolutely. And that is what it's all about. I just couldn't imagine my life without a dog. Um, she's she's just there for me every day, and she you know, never talks back. <laughs> but she's just a great companion, and she's so obedient. And I adopted her, not from the DHA, That's but okay. Another, we'll forgive you this I, time. I know, you'll know, forgive me this time. As Next long time as around, the I'll definitely found be through your doors. But um, I did adopt her from a rescue, and it just you know the timing was right. But I'll tell you, it was probably the best decision I've ever made. And I would encourage anyone that doesn't have an animal in their life, you just it enhances your life so much more. So I wanted to say, you know, Greg, how did, I, I want to ask really, how did you get involved with the DHA? What was your story? So uh, I first got involved with Delaware Humane uh, probably in 1997. My wife and I were looking to adopt a cat and we were right out of school. And at the time, Adoptions were a little more strict than what they are now. You you basically had to sign away your firstborn child. There were a lot of legalities and, you know, things that people would check on to see if you had this and that and the other. So when we came in in October, we were looking to adopt and it was probably too close to Halloween. So we had to wait almost um, a month, you know, until mid-November or so to come in and adopt again, just because they weren't aware of us. It was our first pet. So it, regulations that don't really exist anymore. So I went um, from 1997, and then it really wasn't again until about uh, 2014 that I got involved with Delaware Humane. Saw an advertisement for uh, needing a position for a director of development and helping with marketing, applied, and didn't actually get the job uh, the first time I applied. And so that was probably in um, April of 2013, and then reapplied in November of 14, and then started, um, actually November of 13, started January of 14, right with their capital campaign. So it was 
uh, kind of that fuel by fire thrown in. And so what do you need me to do? Well, we're doing a capital campaign. So, uh, and actually we are, our adoption center is four years old, December 9th. So it has been a beautiful new entity that we have. Right. You have a beautiful facility over there on A Street, I believe. Correct. Right? 701 A Street. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's interested in adopting a pet, I encourage you to go to that facility and take a look around. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. And if you want to volunteer, I know volunteers are important to you, right, Greg? Yeah, we're always looking for volunteers. So uh, we have individuals that will come in um, anywhere from uh, 14 to 17. They can be accompanied by an adult. Or we often have businesses that will come in and they'll do kind of a half day, a few hours with us and not necessarily have the direct care with the animals on those times, but help us with landscaping, window washing, mailings, laundry, things like that. But then at the end of the day, we make sure that we pull in um, 30 to 45 minutes of fun time with the cats and dogs for sure. Oh, that's great. Anybody who loves to be around the furry friends, that would be like the volunteer job of the lifetime. Yeah, typically whenever the uh, businesses do their uh, volunteer days and they have multiple choices to choose from, we're often pretty high on people's radar because you know, where else do you get to come in and play with cats and dogs on your working day? <laughs> Sounds like a great thing. Uh, so I've had the pleasure of working, as I mentioned, with a lot of nonprofits, but out of all the adoptions uh, that you have done, what is one story that has greatly impacted you? So there's stories impact us for different ways. Sometimes you get the, the heartwarming story where, you know, the animal has overcome so much to get to where they got the adoption. Uh, sometimes it's just a, a heartfelt story. So it is kind of hard to pinpoint, you know, the favorite one, especially after I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to start my fifth year in January. So I've definitely seen my fair share of animals come through. Uh, but one that kind of struck me is um, there's a, a couple, actually. Um, so right when I first started, I got a call from a, a gentleman. His name is Bill Berloni. He is the animal trainer for the stars. He does plays. He does activities, movies. And he called me, and he was in Virginia, and he saw a Pomeranian that we had on our website. He asked if I knew him. I said, yeah, he's happened to sitting right beside me right now. <laughs> so he came in. Of course, you know, I was very skeptical. I had only been on the job for three days. Here's this gentleman calling. And so he came in and he absolutely was who he was. Um, this little Pomeranian became the stand-in for Legally Blonde on Broadway. So yeah, so that was pretty cool. And, you know, he's now been on some Rachel Ray shows. Probably one of the, um, the most heartfelt ones that we had um, was a little puppy named Dolly. Uh, and Dolly was um, needed assistance with walking. So we kind of created a contraption for her so that she could move. And it was basically a wheelchair for her uh, that she could get around and move. So she had a very short-lived life, um, but she did find a home. And during her time, she was just so loved. Now, obviously, my own adoptions are pretty cool. I have um, two cats from DHA. I have Pepper and Magic. So they can't not make my list of, of great <laughs> adoptions. But um, the, the one that's definitely brought the most attention to DHA, uh, two weeks ago, former Vice President Joe Biden adopted from us. He adopted a German Shepherd named Major, and it was worldwide news. More than three million people saw our page. It was on every TV you could possibly imagine, uh, the social media print, TV. Everyone posted it. And it was really just a heartfelt story. But Major's Getting to that point was very sad. Major came to us, um, six different uh, puppies were intoxicated. They had kind of gotten into some uh, material that wasn't good for them. 
And they really came to us in emergency and distress. And we took them in and there would be a lot of shelters that probably couldn't have taken in all of those animals all at once. And they would have had to have humanely put them down. And we said we could help them. And we did. And the Bidens came in, they answered a plea to foster and had Major for a few months getting to know Major, nursing Major back to health. And last week, week and a half ago, Vice President Biden came in and got to meet everyone, and it just went like wildfire. It was a great thing, but um, so definitely the adoptions occur for a variety of reasons on, you know, what kind of touches you at a particular moment. Right. That is a great story. Kudos to vice former Vice Pre- President Biden for adopting Major, and wow, that, that's amazing. See, even the Vice President goes to DHA to adopt adopt a pet. So before we take a break here, I just want to make a quick announcement here. God, I'm getting all tongue-tied. Get a free tip sheet on seven little-known facts that will grow your business without costing you a penny by visiting weloveourcustomers.biz slash barter. So if you're a business owner out there and you want a couple of free tips, I encourage you to visit weloveourcustomers.biz slash barter. Also, don't forget to visit, like, and share my Facebook page, Barter with Christine. And of course, always, you want to check out AtlanticBarter.com as well if you're interested in using the leverage of your margins to increase your purchasing power. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Jim, your restaurant looks great. You have a lot of new customers. Thanks, Dan. Things have really turned around. What changed? I joined Atlantic Barter, one of the area's oldest and largest barter exchanges in the Mid-Atlantic region. They really helped me grow my business. How did they help you? Well, through them, I traded restaurant meals in exchange for things like advertising and pest control services. They saved me thousands of dollars already. Do you think my business could benefit? Absolutely. The painter I used on trade to paint my restaurant picked up a cash job from one of my customers. That's great. I need new customers. Give them a call at 302-654-5650 or visit AtlanticBarter.com. They work with all kinds of businesses. I'm calling today. I definitely want to save some cash. I don't know why I haven't done this before. Be smarter, think barter. Visit them on the web at AtlanticBarter.com to build barter into your business plan. Call 302-654-5650. That's 302-654-5650. My name is Joe Ball. I am 88 years old. 88 years old. I don't look that old, except in the mirror. I've been in business over 61 years, aiding small and medium-sized firms with their advertising and related needs. I'm still at it. You can benefit from my lifetime experiences. Call me personally at 484-562-0060. That's 484-562-0060. Or see www.phillybizmedia.com. That's www.phillybizmedia.com. Make your contact soon. For obvious reasons, I'm 88 years old. 484-562-0060. 
You're back listening to Barter with Christine. I'm your host, Christine Rodovich, and my in-studio guest today is Greg Munson, the Director of Development and Marketing for the Delaware Humane Association. Greg just shared with us that even former Vice President Biden had adopted a dog named Major from the shelter. How great is that? So in talking about the furry friends that need adoption, I just, you know, this cause is very near and dear to my heart. So I've had the pleasure of being able to incorporate a couple of the pets of the week into our month or not monthly, but our biweekly newsletter at Atlantic Barter. So I always try to put a picture of one cat and one dog in there because I'm hoping that maybe someone will see their photos and a spark will happen that'll make someone want to adopt a pet. And they can do that using their trade dollars. So how neat is that? Um, So this week's pets, I think we have one dog named Sammy and one cat named Solids, but there's also another special dog that you're trying to locate a home for. Greg, you want to give us some details Yeah, on sure. So, uh, so first of all, thank you so much for um, highlighting some of our cats and dogs that we have um, so often whenever you do your, your e-blast. That is really helpful to us because, you know, we, we have the, the the, the problem of marketing into various areas, you know, we want to make sure that our cats and dogs are seen by a variety of individuals, but it's very hard to get out to various demographics. It's hard to see everyone. So if we can just make an impact with one person, and we all are guilty of not reading every e-blast. Christine, I can guarantee you, I don't read all of your e-blasts. And <gasps> Shame I, on you. <laughs> and I know it's the same for anyone that has any of ours, but, you know, there's definitely going to be some days where you absolutely have a few minutes and you read it. So, if one of those days you happen to find something and you see a cat or dog that is really, you know, strikes your fancy, we want you to come in and and make an adoption and meet the individual. So one of the ones that we have right now is Culture. Uh, so Culture is basically an office mate of mine. So she sits right out in the lobby and she snores a lot. She is wonderful, very uh, fun, energetic, but often very lethargic at times. But um, Culture has early onset chronicle, chronic renal disease. So, and, the, and this is a dog. This is a dog, mm-hmm. Culture with a K. Uh, so beautiful, wonderful dog, but she's going to have some issues with the adoption. It is likely not going to be um, a very long adoption. She could live a few months. She could live a few years, but without doing a, a very invasive surgery to kind of figure out exactly what's going on. And she was actually born with this. So um, she was found as a stray. She's one of our longest term residents. She's been with us since August. Uh, So we're really trying to find a home for her. But we also need to know that the individuals that will adopt her, that they know it's going to be relatively short term. But while they're with her, they're going to provide the care and love that she needs. She gets great love every single day by all of our animal caretakers and many of our staff that are with her. But having that opportunity to be in a home, to have that one-on-one attention all the time is something that would be our greatest Christmas gift from anyone. Oh, that's terrific. If you know of anybody that could be that special person that would be willing to adopt culture, I implore you, please go to the DHA website and go ahead and mention that. Yeah, so uh, DelawareHumane.org, and we post all of our cats and dogs all the time, so you can see anyone that's available, uh, not just culture and not just solids or Sammy, uh, but anyone that's available, and you never know. And... I think most people think that they do the adopting, that they pick the cat or dog. 
That is absolutely not true. We have some cats and dogs that are completely lethargic most of the time and that certain someone pops in and they perk up and start putting their paws out. They'll bark, they'll meow. They are definitely picking you. You are not picking them. That's true. And I know that to be true. Uh, I've seen it happen before. So never have truer words been spoken. So in talking about adoption, um, it's important to realize that it takes a, a whole volunteer staff to help facilitate you know, all your actions at the DHA. How important is it to get people to get involved to become volunteers? Yeah, so it's very important. So um, we are open every day of the week, um, but we are not open to the public on Mondays, but there is a need for volunteers to come in every day of the week, including holidays. But we have a lot of our volunteers that kind of help us with our satellite locations. We have a place at PetSmart. We have various Concord Pet Food Supplies. We will often take pets to things like Riverfront Pets, And at those locations, we often typically just have cats, but occasionally we do bring dogs in for some of the special events. And almost all of those locations are run by volunteers and they coordinate and they kind of do their own schedule and they figure out the needs and the time that is going to happen with everyone on needing to cover all of those locations. We're really thrilled. Um, Last year, we opened a brand new adoption center in Rehoboth. So that's been a wonderful opportunity for us to not only have a presence there, but then to bring our cats and dogs and have more opportunities for them to find homes. Again, it's all about where you are. Not everyone's going to come to our main headquarters in Wilmington. Not everyone's going to go to some of the satellite locations. But if there's somewhere else where they can go, that's a great opportunity for them to actually find their forever friend. And speaking of Rehoboth, I know getting back on track with barter, how have you utilized your Atlantic Barter trade dollars for your marketing efforts? I mean, I, I know that there was a full-page ad taken out, uh, I think, at the Delaware Beach book, so that's probably helped you. Yeah, so that's been that really um, nice. So I think... Uh, Barter for us has been an is a, been a very interesting entity to have. Uh, the hardest part is actually explaining barter, and as you know, so trying to kind of get that across to people on what it is and what it is not, then people really understand it. For us, we don't typically do much selling uh, with Barter. A lot of your companies that come in want to be part of our sponsorship. So we have sponsorship opportunities with cash, with in-kind, and actually with Barter. And they all get the same basic amenities, marketing exposure. We have 22,000 people that follow us on Facebook. We do e-blasts that go out to 9 or 10,000 people. But the services we use definitely help us save money so that we can actually put more of that into caring for the cats and dogs. That's great. And you know, that's exactly a unique way that you as a business owner can get more exposure for your business. If you support a nonprofit such as the DHA, they have a huge following. And I know as an animal supporter, I would want to do business with someone else that I know also supports animals. So if you can just take out a, you know, a half page ad in one of their programs or sponsor one of their events and get your name out there in front of their member base, it's really going to go far in your marketing efforts. So I want to thank Greg for being our guest here today. Thank you so much for coming all the way up here to Philadelphia and being my in-studio guest. It was my pleasure. Thanks again for having me. Uh, It's always great to do business with you. And one quick note, I know that you were at the holiday trade show 
show on Sunday, and we raised uh, quite a bit of trade dollars for you that day, and Atlantic Barter is going to match that. Oh, that is fantastic. And, Thank yeah, you so much. We're going to give you another $2,000 today um, in, in things that were donated and some funds that were raised, so that's going to go toward you know, some marketing efforts. They can put the money where it needs to be toward the animals. As always, I want to thank you for tuning in and listening. If you like what you heard, you're a business owner out there, you're considering trading, get involved, do it. Go to AtlanticBarter.com and check us out. We have a lot to offer on trade. Always be smarter, think barter, and we will be sure to catch you next week. Bye.